The Halos are terrible on the field and their drama off the field and the fans of the Angels are the best around. Let's talk about it all. It's time to get Locked On with Mike and John and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SiriusXM by searching Locked On Angels. And the best way to help us out is by giving us a rate and a review. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure that you're subscribed and click that bell to be notified every time a new episode drops. And today's show is brought to you by Sleeper. You can swing for the fences on Sleeper Picks and you can win up to 100 times your money. Just download the Sleeper app right now and use our promo code Locked On, and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. There are some terms and conditions that do apply. You can see Sleeper's terms of use for details. Currently operational in over 30 states. Check out Sleeper today. Thanks for being here for this episode of Lockdown Angels, where it's your team every day. You've got the Frisch Brothers here with you, aka the Super Halo Bros. My name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. Hey, happy Monday to you. We've been fans of this team for years. Mike, it- what do you want to talk about? Is there anything to talk about from, from over the weekend? I uh, was sitting here thinking, and uh, oh yeah, there's lots to talk about right, right. from over the weekend. A whole lot of drama. And, well, <laughs> the biggest thing is that it wasn't even the play on the field that was the biggest topic of discussion over right. the weekend. Uh, listen, we are so glad that you were here. Thank you for being a Locked On every day. Or uh, We're going to recap all three games, of course, against the Tigers, but we've got to talk about what happened with Shohei Otani, and we've got to talk about what happened with Anthony Rendon, all of which came out over the course of Friday and Saturday. Mike, why don't you get us started? Yeah, the news came fast and furious about Otani first this weekend. We got news on Friday that he nearly cleared out his locker, and so everybody was freaking out. Uh, Sarah Valenzuela and Jeff Fletcher and Sam Blum were all like, uh, his locker's kind of empty. What's mm-hmm. going on? And when asked, the, the Halo said, we'll dress it tomorrow. We're not ready to talk about it. <laughs> and it was like, Oh, okay. The greatest player of all time, the the Bo Jackson of our generation, right? Like, you're not going to talk about why there's, you know, just a stick of gum in his locker room. Like, you're going to wait <laughs> till tomorrow. And I know that there are people who are like, well, I think they wanted to set up a press conference, all that good stuff. Sure. But a statement would have been nice. We'll, we'll get into that in just a moment. So here's what Perry said the next day. He said, Shohei got an MRI that showed that he still has some irritation in his oblique and he needed to shut it down. After getting the results around the first inning, they started packing up his locker. And Perry said the reason was Shohei went into what's next mode. Mm -hmm. He started to prepare for the procedure that he's going to have on his elbow as well. Perry also said he's not sure what the procedure will be, but he knows that there's going to be a procedure and Otani will actually be with the team uh, on the final homestand this season. We know that he was in the dugout over this last weekend as well. Johnny, Angels PR just can't get out of their own way. <laughs> yes. Right? Yes. I mean, to, to not talk about this immediately is, a is I'm gonna, I was going to say a bit unwise. It's unwise fully. Like It's, it's, it's not unwise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, got that. You're hey not yo. even a dad. That was a good dad joke. Uh, but... The reality is, is that communication is not a strong point for the Angels. And what we're learning about the Angels, and maybe we just needed it to hit us in the face this weekend, is that the Angels communicate when it's convenient for the Angels, right? Yes. Okay. Here, Here's the thing. Yes. Of course, Otani got his locker ready. You and I tweeted from Lockdown Angels. We said, hey, you know what? This is really sad. But it probably means that he's going to go take care of the procedure and da 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 da. But Mike, the speculation ran wild. Yeah. And that's all on Angels PR for not yeah. getting out in front of this. Like, 
obviously they all had a plan of, yeah, you know what, Shohei, it sounds like probably need to shut it down for the season. Like, they all knew what was happening. They right. all knew what was going on. And then the fact that the beat writers essentially discovered right. his locker like that, uh, everybody made a big deal of the water bottle in the trash. And I'm yeah. like, what else was in Shohei's trash? I wonder. I <laughs> we should make that a whole segment. Uh, but then, What was in Shohei's trash? <laughs> <laughs> but it just it's it's hilarious to me that like you didn't think that that was gonna be a, a big deal guys exactly like, <laughs> like nobody thought nobody thought you know what we're gonna have that's sam that, and sarah and jeff in here and we're gonna have other people in here yeah. we're gonna have erica weston in here and this locker is gonna be empty we we should at least prep phil nevin we should at least prep somebody we should at least give out a a statement like tweet out something yeah so that people know what's actually going on because honestly it just looks like a mess. And that's what this organization has proven to us. Oh, this it doesn't season. it doesn't look like a mess, Michael. It okay. is a mess. It is and a mess. <laughs> we've seen that not just in 2023, but 22 yeah. and 21 and the past decade and a half, my friend. And the way what you just said, nobody thought. Yeah. That's the Angels in 2023. <laughs> You're right. And and to not have somebody on your team that's thinking about that stuff is irresponsible, in my opinion. And I know that there are people that are like, well, it's not our business and all of those things. I, I hear you, but honestly, I'm a fan. And when the greatest player of all time on our team is not with the team or his locker is empty and he's going to be a free agent, right? I'm, I'm, I'm a bit curious about I'm, that. Excuse me for being curious when I have a shirt with <laughs> Otani's face all over it. Right. Like I'm just right. a tad curious. As I bought a fan. tickets to come and see this guy. How come he hasn't right. been in the lineup? And the other part that really does them in is yeah, he has this oblique issue, but you know, we're just, we're going to test him out each day and we're going to see what happens. And, and we'll mention this in segment two with Rendon, but honestly, this is what the angels do. It's the, it's just the epitome of, yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll be okay in a couple of days. And then suddenly, yeah, his head fell off and we had to put him on the IL. Like <laughs> his head fell off. <laughs> his head, he was real old. But the, the, <laughs> the truth is Johnny, like this is just, it's just messy. And there, there is no leadership in this organization and just in communication, if right. it, it, you saw it, you felt it this weekend and they allowed fans to go nuts. And yeah. I think that not, that not actually just, gives not just fans either. Right. Go they ahead. let go everybody ahead. go nuts. Right. But I think it's the epitome of this team. They've made it very, very clear to us who they are and who they're not. John, I think mm -hmm. the team has told us that their priority because of what they've said, because of what they've shown us is a to make money B yeah. to sign a star to, Make it look like we're competitive, i.e. Anthony Rendon, i.e. Josh Hamilton, i.e. Albert Pujols, right? And then their job is to communicate when it's convenient. Yeah, we'll tell you. We'll talk to you when, when we have time. We'll talk. Like and that, we'll, that choose, and we'll choose who to talk priority. to, by the way. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then yeah, and then if you're a bit negative, we're not going to let you around. We're not going to yeah. let you talk because we know that we've really messed this team up. Or maybe, maybe they don't know that they've messed this team up. Maybe they are that naive to the situation. Do you agree? Like those seem like to like the priorities of this team right now. And for the last 10 years, honestly. Yeah. And it all comes down to Artie Marino and the people he's chosen to surround himself with and John Carpino and Dennis cool. And those guys, I mean, they're, he's they, not cool. I said this, <laughs> I said this a million times, Mike, congratulations guys. You, you turn this into a marketing machine. You've right. done everything you could possibly do to make money and milk every dollar out of this franchise except play winning baseball yeah which is the most lucrative of all of it if you had a winning team you wouldn't your season wouldn't be ending in september you'd be selling playoff tickets throughout the month of yes october for yes. 
quadruple the prices, right? Yeah. And and uh, so it's just it's very clear where their priorities are. It's not the fans, mm-hmm. it's not winning, mm-hmm. and it's not the future. Right. I was gonna say, Mike, they they get Angels PR gets in their own way when you've got stories like from Mark Kerrig of the Athletic who said. Shohei ghosted him, and there were no ceremony, and he got out of there, and da 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 da, da. Now, total bogus story because Otani was in the dugout the very next day, and I actually like Mark Kerrig. I listen yeah. to his show on the Athletic Podcast, and he does a roundtable show, and most of the opinions he has, I'm like, yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. And And so for him to write that, I don't blame him because yeah. that's the story that was out there, and the Angels, Angels didn't get in front of any of it. Right. Perception is reality. We will always fill the gap with what we think until you fill the gap and communicate to us what the reality is. And perception always is going to be the reality. And the media has always, not necessarily local media, but the national media has always made it Shohei versus the Angels. Ah, get him off this team because Mm -hmm. they don't want to win and he wants to win, right? It's always been Shohei and Mike Trout against the Angels. And stuff like this not getting out in front of it is going to only feed the monster. It's going to feed the beast. Perception's going to be reality. So I don't blame people going, what is this? What's yeah. going on? When you have crickets that are coming from Anaheim, then there's nothing to fill the gap with, with except with your own thoughts. And then to have Perry sit in front of the media and say, well, nothing nefarious happened. And it wasn't like Shohei wasn't being, you know, no, no, we're, we don't think Shohei was being mean. We think you guys yeah. don't know what you're doing. That's what we think. <laughs> That's this what isn't think. a Shohei problem. This is an angels problem. Yeah. When, right? when, when Dylan Hernandez of the LA times is the voice of reason this weekend with the article that he wrote, talk about uh, a paradigm shift. Right? Yeah. You know, something's wrong. <laughs> the angels are playing the rays uh, at three forty Pacific time. You can catch every pitch of the angels hometown broadcast at Sirius XM with the SXM app. Just search Angels. Coming up on Lockdown Angels, we're going to give you all the details of the Anthony Rendon saga. Believe it, believe it or not, there was drama before the Shohei stuff, <laughs> and we're going to get into all of that from this weekend coming right up. Lockdown Angels is brought to you by Jace Medical. We know that modern medical care and treatment is really important, but... Often what we've learned is that our global supply chains can be really fragile and going through a pandemic and natural disasters and foreign travel being cut off can actually keep the treatment that you need from getting to you. And that's why Jace Medical is your solution. You just need to fill out their online form and one of their board certified physicians will review it and then determine what medications are safe and appropriate for you. And then they're gonna send your prescriptions to one of their partner pharmacies where your Jace order will be filled and mailed directly to your home. And not only that, but then they can send messages to a physician and you can message back and forth for answers on treatment related questions at any time. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones, especially during the unexpected. That's why the Jace Medical Group offers the Jace case and it's you can save actually $360 by getting this life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional $20 using our promo code locked on when you check out at jacemedical.com. That's jacemedical.com, J-A-S-E medical.com. Thanks for making Lockdown Angels your first listen of the day. Hey, the Angels are playing the Rays tomorrow at 3.40 Pacific time. They'll be out there at the Trop, the Tropicana. You can catch every pitch of the Angels hometown broadcast on SiriusXM with the SXM app. All you got to do is search Angels. Johnny, I'm sure you've seen it, and I'm sure Angel fans have seen it, but have you seen the meme that says, I want a man 
that doesn't play games. <laughs> and then there's a picture of Anthony Rendon, <laughs> right? Made me chuckle, made me laugh. So we got news about Anthony that we've been waiting to hear because we had no idea what's going on with him. He finally talked to the media. He actually does speak English, even though he said no habla inglés uh, not too many weeks ago. And he said that he has a fractured tibia. What? This whole time? You've had the extra gloves this no, whole time? Whole time? <laughs> I mean, that was, that was you just, huge you, news. You just referenced Dumb and Dumber. I just referenced uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time? The whole time. The whole time. He So he said he found out that he had this fracture a few weeks ago. Yeah. And this, th there's a few lines in this that, that caught me and let's me go a bit. come on let's go first he said doesn't know why the angels didn't announce that <laughs> uh -huh. i mean we just talked about their communication issues we'll get to that more on that in a second right. rendon then said he was diagnosed after getting a second opinion and that's why he's been out so long he's just now started some baseball activities hold on Scott boris oh yeah not not just a second opinion mike a fifth opinion there were yes. five doctors involved in it how many doctors does it take to screw in a light bulb and diagnose Anthony Rendon's tibia fracture. Five, Five. is the answer. <laughs> That's the equation. <laughs> Scott Boris's agent was uh, interviewed as well, and he said further imaging came on his own. It, it came on his own. Like, Anthony had to go and do this, right? Like, so, so he was feeling some discomfort, so they actually pursued more doctors. And he said the treatment is the same for a fracture or a bone bruise, also said that the doctors and the Angels medical staff have been in line with his treatment plan, denying that there's any disconnect between the two sides. Gosh, certainly doesn't look like that or sound like that, right? <laughs> and then here's the part that really kind of put it over the top for me. When asked about his plans on playing next season, shout out to Sam Blum. Sam asked that question, mm -hmm. good on him. Rendon was non-committal, merely saying that he's taking it day by day, and then asked why he didn't speak out sooner in order to combat public perception from fans who questioned his desire to play. Rendon said, I don't care. They don't know the facts. Ronnie, right. your because thoughts. <laughs> we don't know the facts because we're not getting any information at all. Not from you, Tony Two Bags, not right. from Phil Nevin, not right. from the medical staff, right. not from PR. So uh, that last comment, Mike, I don't care. They don't know the facts because no one's talking to the fans. Right. Nobody's talking. You know, he had another cute comment about he's contemplating retirement the last 10 years and obviously his career started just a little over 10 years ago so yeah that's another another little quip from yeah. anthony rendon but folksy. <laughs> as we stated on the last segment i mean the angels have made it clear that updating fans is is not a priority right again excuse me as a fan who literally watches every single other team all other 29 teams in the league give medical updates and information and stuff. Nobody's holding anything back because they think the line of questioning is going to be too negative. It's right. Oh, we just don't want to go there. That's just too negative. Well, you know what? There's a lot of negative things to talk about the angels. You want to, you want to start with uh, the mayor scandal, the land scandal, the uh, backdoor dealing scandal. You want to start there. You want to start with Tyler Skaggs and the employee who, who caused him the end of his life. You want to talk about that? We're not even touching that. So right. if you want to go negative, we can go negative. Right. Yeah. All we're trying to find out is what's going on with the third baseman you signed for $38 million a year, everybody. So making more than Trout, little... making more than Otani. <laughs> right, right. Yearly making more than than each of those guys. And and, and this is another example, Mike, of well, 
he'll be out a couple of games and and then we'll, then he should be good and we're taking it day by day and then again their head falls off and then yeah. that's what this is i'm just gonna start referring to every injury on the angels well his head fell off now yeah so he, he won't be playing anymore and, <laughs> and super glue didn't hold it so we're working on getting new super glue <laughs> right and and we see this now with otani and now rendon and rendon doesn't do anything to endear himself yeah to the fan base and and it's funny because there was a lot of comments about this over the weekend and you and I have admitted we've we've defended yep. Anthony Rendon yep. because 2021 he had the hip issues it's like well you can't play if you've got hip issues last year was the wrist issue it's like well you can't play if you've got a wrist issue and i understand the injuries are freak injuries they're accidental they're things that are out of anybody's control i understand that but you know where he lost me, and I think he lost you too, was with the cute and folksy comments. The, yes. I'm not here. I'm on the dead list. No obli Glace. You know who didn't do that? Logan Ohapi. Logan right. Ohapi said, yeah, I got two more months of rehab, but I want to get out there and play tomorrow. That's right. how badly I want to be out there. Yep. Zach Neto, who was on the I.L. with back issues, couldn't wait to come back and play. That's the difference. You've got this 33-year-old guy who has not endeared himself to the fans at all, trying to support him and then he turns on the fans right. he turns on them and then you have guys like logan ohapi and zach netto who can't wait to get out give me give me 10 zach nettos and 10 logan ohapis every single day of the week mike i'll choose that a hundred times over one anthony rendon because of the attitude at the very least yeah and we defended him to a point when he had that issue with the fan in oakland at the beginning of the year we sure. talked about how you can't touch the fans, and, and that was where he crossed the line. But to be able to address the fans who are calling them names and, and such, like that that's a moment where I think a, a player should be able to say, hey, knock it off, shut your mouth, or maybe get security. And we thought maybe this would be a, a moment where he can step up and be a leader. We saw that in the brawl with the Mariners last year. He was mm -hmm. right in front, like protecting his boys. But what we're discovering is that Anthony Rendon is strange. Like he's a bit strange, a weird like, dude. He's a bit weird, right? <laughs> and and so, quite honestly, like I would love to see him be successful because I love this team and I want him to be successful, and I would love to see him be a leader. But the what what he has shown us in this last year is something that I've never seen before from him. And we've had some Nationals fans who have jumped into our comments and have messaged us and have said like Rendon was a bit strange when he was in Washington, but winning solves a lot of this, mm -hmm. right? When you're actually a good team and you're winning and your culture is good, then some of this nonsense just doesn't bubble to the surface because you don't want to be the guy that's that guy. Mm -hmm. You want to be the guy that is moving the train forward, that's leaning into the culture. That's the problem with this team, Johnny. There's no culture that is healthy. The culture's terrible. The culture's awful and that's on leadership that's from top down we talk about Artie all the time but it's also from phil nevin it doesn't seem like anybody on this team has any sort of desire to actually perform and make money and put their contract to good use and put their skills to good use it feels like a lot of these guys on this team are just making excuses and when i say that i know it's my opinion and when i say that i'm not talking about everybody but rendon being allowed to behave this way is stupid it's yeah, stupid, John. It's dumb at the end of the day. And I don't want it around guys like Sean Owell and Neto no. and Logan O'Hoppy. No. That's why you and I say 
DFAM, eat right. the contract. You've done it before. You had right. to you had to ship off Hamilton. You had to ship off Vernon Wells. Like you've done it before, and you need to do it again because if this is the attitude that's going to sink the ship of the Angels even further than it's already been sank, then he needs to be far and away from the players who actually add value to this team. Locked on Angels is brought to you by Sleeper. You can swing for the fences on Sleeper picks and you could win up to 100 times your money. All you have to do is choose between two or more players and decide if they will overperform or underperform in the stat categories. It's like fantasy, but it's a whole lot better. And if you're a football fan, you can certainly plan on looking at somebody who throws maybe one touchdown versus three touchdowns or somebody who catches two touchdowns versus maybe three touchdowns. Like maybe somebody on the 49ers named Debo Samuel or Brandon Ayuk, Niner fans. It's kind of nice that it's football season right now, right? You can get your picks right and win big. Sleeper works really quickly as well. Entries can be made in 30 seconds or less. And there are safe and fast withdrawals on all payouts. Download the Sleeper app today. And when you do, use our promo code Locked On at sign up and you can get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Check out Sleeper today. games this weekend against oh the that's right Tigers. we're gonna recap that's the right games. we gotta talk about those games against the tigers <laughs> well you know what we'll give you a rundown of the highlights and the lowlights and here's what happened on friday night mike the angels lost 11 to 2 uh griffin canning could not find it man he just yeah. did not have the location however somehow he was able to power through six innings what happened was is he which i appreciated yeah yeah he actually you know tried to finish the job as best he could but really, it was he could not locate his fastball at all. He allowed four runs on eight hits and a walk over six innings. Uh, Jonathan Diaz came in and allowed seven runs in the eighth inning. He yeah. threw 42 pitches, and Phil Nevin just kind of let him do it. Yep. He just kind of let that happen. And yep. I loved this. Sam Blum, Sam Blum tweeted that the boos here are as loud as I've ever heard them this year good on you angel good. fans for good letting them know and leaving jonathan diaz out there to dry like that good grief yeah. so that was the uh, end result uh walsh little walsh mania uh <laughs> in his return he hit a home run david fletcher poked one into the left field corner uh, as he does he barely gets it over the wall so that was cool to see and then some more good news joe adele had a rehab game on friday he had five at bats three hits one home run and two rbis and the funny thing is he played couple of innings at each outfield position, yeah. uh, which I thought was interesting as well. Also, I know we had this discussion on Friday, Kyron Paris and, and Jer- uh, not Jeremiah Jackson, uh, Kyron Paris and Jordan Adams were back with yeah. the big club again. So it was after Mike Moustakis uh, went on the I.L., and so they were able to add those guys back to the roster. So that's what happened on Friday. Saturday's game was probably the most exciting game, but it wasn't exciting until it came down to the bottom of the ninth. So Walsh hits a two-run home run. Yeah. Suddenly he's back. He's, he's making clutch. really consider like, hey, is this guy healthy? And gosh, if he's healthy, my goodness, he could actually be a really huge asset. And he, and he played right field that night too. And he so. did play right field. And he yeah. looks comfortable out there. Yeah. He was sliding. There was one play <laughs> where it looked as if he didn't know – what to do and and whoever was playing center field i think was it kyron paris somebody was playing center field and and came over and backed him up which was great but walsh had a moment where he kind of got turned around but then there was another play where he was sliding and he stopped the ball from getting by him and yeah. so it was he looked really good out there and then <laughs> brett phillips suddenly has 
Powerade. He's drinking he, Powerade, he right? Added, like, I guess he added muscle while he was down in AAA. They okay. said he added about 15, 20 pounds of muscle over the course of the season. I'm like, what happens if you don't cut your hair, right? That's why your yeah, hair's long, exactly. right? Exactly. <laughs> the Samson effect. And so Phillips is a game-tying home run yeah, over the down, right field down wall. Down to the last strike, man. Yeah. Last and out, last with strike. two outs, it was great. And then we go to the top of the 10th, and the Manfred runner is on, and the Tigers get that runner over on a, uh, a Cabrera RBI single, and the Angels can't really do anything after that, and they lose this game. And Tyler Anderson, he struggled again in this game. He had, had five walks in this game, and that's yeah. been his Achilles heel, yeah. right? Been his Achilles heel. The only thing that we can really highlight in this game that was something that we can celebrate for the future is Nolan Shonowell hits his first major league home run. Yeah. And so quieted the doubters who were like, well, he doesn't have any power. Listen, we need somebody who's going to get on base and who's going to yeah. get hits when it's necessary. And he has been that guy that has done that. By the way, this loss eliminated the Angels from any sort of postseason contention. We knew that they were eliminated, but this was <sighs> really? the official elimination. We and then we make, moved we didn't to make Sunday. It? <laughs> we didn't make it. Talk oh. about Sunday, Johnny. Come on. Hey, uh, speaking of Nolan Shonowell, he extended the on-base streak to 22 on Sunday. Yep. So that's among some of the longest to start their career, Mike. In fact, Christopher Morrell from the Cubs did that last year. He got the 22. Nolan's is still active, so there's yep. a chance he could surpass that. Uh, the, the, the longest here is 47 games from Alvin Davis for... The Mariners. That's pretty cool. classic name for you, Alvin Davis. I think I have a <laughs> Tops baseball card of Alvin Davis. Probably in there somewhere. Hey, Detmers yeah. was sick in this one, and so it ended up turning into a bullpen game. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy Herget opened it up. Kenny Rosenberg came in. Unfortunately, gave up five runs. And yeah, kind of makes you wonder, Mike. Like starter mentality versus having an opener and then him coming in. So right. uh, maybe if they had just let Kenny start from the beginning, it could have been a much different game. Yeah. Uh, you, you said Detmers. Full- you said Detmers was sick, and I was like, "Yeah, we we've been sick. We've all been sick. We've all been sick." He wasn't <laughs> sick like sick, bro. It no, was, no, it was sick. Yeah, yeah it's it's yeah. been a sick season. Yeah, yeah uh, Phil Nevin had a interview with Sam Blum after this game and asked about you know another losing season, and he said it stinks. You come out here every day to do our thing, and we know who we are right now. I get that, but it doesn't take away the fact that losing isn't fun. Like I said, we come in here every single day to prepare to win just like we did in the first half when we were playing well. Obviously, we look a little bit different right now. Guys are getting some opportunities that they may have not had before. And what we it's not where we planned on being at this time, but it is what it is. We owe it to our fans, to everybody, to the game, to come out and do everything that we can. Translation, not my fault. Injuries. It's been, it's been injuries. And I get that, and you can blame the injuries, but sure. I think that the reality of this team, when they had the pieces in place at the trade deadline – and then falling apart, that, that's on Phil. That's yeah. on Phil and his leadership. That's on Matt Wise and his leadership. That's even on Marcus Timms. It's, I would even say it's on Perry Manassian. Like yeah. They have not utilized the players and the opportunity that was in front of them. You know, I made that video last week of all the injuries the Angels have dealt with this season. Just to highlight how ridiculous it's been. But don't take that as an excuse. Right. Because from the top down, we... We knew this was coming. Yep. We knew that they weren't going to be able to sustain it because the coaching can only take them so far. Like yeah. you, you've said it before, the talent can take you so far, then the coaching has to pick up the rest. And when you can't have cohesion, when you can't have a clear message from the top down, when you can't have a, a specific goal in mind or a collective strategy against another team, 
the Angels are all over the place mm-hmm. this season. And so when we talk about the ridiculousness of the injuries, I just wanted to point it out how ridiculous it is that Gio Rochella was running down first base and falls and cracks his pelvis. Like, right. that's the kind of like, what bad juju is over the <laughs> Angels when that happens? Um, but yeah, the, the injuries on top of injuries doesn't help anything. Yeah. But it does. it's only going to take you so far if, if management and coaching doesn't have cohesion. And that's what they ran into. The Angels right. played well despite themselves for the first half of this season. And when the injuries stacked up, the everything started to unravel, Might And I think the, the coaching got exposed by the end of the season. And and here we are, another losing season in the books. I'm looking forward to, you know, the season being over so we can find out who's not going to be here next season. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we need to celebrate those fans. They're still showing up. So good yes. on you fans. These fans, Angel fans, deserve a winning team. They deserve a winning organization. And they should not be blamed, nor should they have to take garbage because this team is garbage right now, correct? Correct, yes, absolutely. Uh, don't listen to Rendon. He, he doesn't care. And, and, <laughs> yeah. Uh, just sorry, Tiny. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for making Lockdown Angels your first listen of the day. Angels play on Tuesday against Tampa Bay at 340, and you can catch every pitch of the Angels' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Angels. Hey, give us a follow at Lockdown Angels and at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and at Super Halo Bros on Instagram as well. We got all the latest breaking news there as we were tweeting throughout the weekends, trying to keep up with everything. Mike, what do we have on deck for tomorrow's show? John, I want to share one thing. One thing the Guardians did with Lucas Giolito that proves, and we already know this, but it proves that the Halos coaches are just not paying attention or they don't know anything. I'm going to share that tomorrow on Locked on Angels. Can you say proves one more time? That was good. Proves. Proves. I love it. All right, friends, thanks for being here. We'll be back here tomorrow. Until then, my name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. Thanks for being here, and we'll see you back here tomorrow.